Hello, hope you're having a wonderful day. This is Josh Belk with the Belkon Business Podcast. Uh, last week, we took a week away, uh, talked uh, with Manny uh, in regards to branding, and hopefully, uh, if you missed that podcast, maybe go back. I think maybe you'll find some value as we had a little bit of a conversation talking about branding as it relates to in your company and also uh, you personally. In today's podcast, we're going to pick up where we left off a couple weeks ago, uh, talking about financial metrics uh, for different phases of the, of the business. We started off talking about the startup phase, uh, what we should look at uh, when we're in that particular phase of the business, went into the next phase or stage, uh, talking about uh, in, the, in the growth phase. And uh, what you'll see uh, as you kind of work through these phases is uh, pretty much the main metrics you're going to look at are going to change. It doesn't always necessarily mean you're going to leave those prior metrics behind, but I think many times you're going to add to them. Uh, but you're going to look at them at some of them more frequently, others at them, uh, others of those metrics less frequently. And you'll also uh, notice that there's a, a, a change in a focus of what metrics that you end up looking at. Very, very much at the beginning, you're really focused on cash flow. Then you move from cash flow to those top-line revenue drivers. And then as you begin to move into the profit phase, uh, you're going to, uh, in this phase, begin to focus uh, more on your profit percentages. And I'll talk a little bit about that as we work through this podcast today. Now, uh, there are, of course, a lot of different terms that are used in these different phases or stages of the business. Sometimes you'll hear the profit phase called, uh, called, profit phase called the maturity phase. Uh, in this particular phase, uh, you'll, you'll have some out there that will talk about that uh, it's just simply the, the business being profitable. The P&L uh, shows a positive number. Uh, the uh, one element that I see that's missing many times is uh, looking over at the balance sheet and seeing whether or not investors are being paid back and, uh, and also bringing in the, um, the, the, the balance sheet side of the equation as well. Uh, I think true profitability in a company only comes when you're truly making a profit in the business, but also uh, beginning to pay investors back. And, uh, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a, in a future podcast as we talk about moving from that profitability stage into, into scaling, uh, into the scaling and, and legacy phases of business. So as we hop in today, uh, going to not get into the weeds on as far as, you know, what, what should be or how should we define profit. Uh, but uh, really kind of what we should be looking at when we're in this uh, in this phase of the business and when our business has finally reached to the point to where it is profitable continuously. It doesn't mean you're showing profit in one uh, in one month, but you are, have been showing it for a time. Uh, some will mention, well, it needs to be three or more months. Some will say it may be number of quarters. Uh, but uh, you kind of know that your business is profitable. You have a model that is somewhat sustainable, something that you're able to continue on and you're not worrying about uh, at this point reverting backwards. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and I have eight different, uh, and they aren't all, aren't all metrics, but uh, they all are uh, different uh, areas that I think we can look at and we should monitor as it relates uh, to um, uh uh, making sure that we're succeeding in this phase and that we're uh, eventually, if that is our goal, to move out of the profit phase into the next phase. Uh, first is we're going to continue to focus on our churn. We've talked about that actually both the prior uh, two weeks, but also our retention rate. So uh, our retention rate are uh, essentially are the customers that keep using a product uh, or service over an extended period of time and make repeat, uh, repeat purchases. Our businesses generally are only going to be successful and are only going to remain profitable if the customers keep coming back. A business that has to continue pursuing new customers is not going to remain, generally is not going to remain in the, uh, in the profit phase uh, in, on, a, on a long-term basis. Okay, so really be looking at that retention rate. Are the customers that we're reaching, are they coming back and purchasing, uh, purchasing from us again? Are we, re- are we retaining those customers? And then uh, depending on the type of business that you have, uh, it may be uh, a monthly recurring 
recurring uh, type of a metric that we uh, we may look at or another different type of metric, but there's going to be something that we're going to look at to make a determination on whether or not our customers are returning. In, uh, in uh, my main business that I own is an accounting firm. We have some of our client that uh, we see annually. We have others that we see we uh, we see monthly or we receive revenues from monthly. And so we'll have uh, retention rates, but they'll they'll be different depending on the type of business model that or the type of uh, of um, service offering that we're providing for that particular client or that group of clients. And we want to see whether or not that we're retaining a client that we have. Some of them we'll only look at annually. Others we'll, uh, we'll look at monthly, others quarterly. So understanding your retention rate. And then also uh, you're continuing to monitor that churn. But in this, uh, in this case here, we're looking at uh, net negative churn. So essentially what ne net negative churn is, is the revenue gained is higher than the revenue lost as it relates to churn. So if we're looking at a, say, a monthly uh, um, uh, model that we have, so uh, say we have an app, for example, and we're billing out monthly. So our new clients that, we're, that are coming in uh, that we're retaining is greater than the clients that drop off over time. You can kind of visualize that. Okay, so making sure that we're in a position of net negative churn. And if we're there uh, and we're retaining our clients, uh, so if we're, our retention rate's going up, our net negative churn is, uh, is in a position to where we're bringing in more revenue on a recurring, uh, on a recurring uh, end, whether that's monthly, quarterly, annually, is greater than uh, what we're losing, uh, we're going to maintain our profitability. And, uh, and really, we should be able to grow, maybe not as quickly uh, as uh, the longer the business is, uh, is in existence, but we are uh, still uh, growing and we are still able to remain profitable. Once those numbers of our retention rates continue to drop, if that net negative churn is one to where we're seeing more clients drop off, then, uh, then we see signing up and giving us revenue, uh, then uh, providing us revenue, eventually we are going to revert back into a prior stage or ultimately go out of business together. The second metric that we're going to want to look at is that gross profit percentage. So I, I mentioned that in this phase, we're going to look at the, the profit percentages. So gross profit percentage. Uh, what this is is the revenues uh, need to be growing at a higher percentage than the cost of producing the product or service. So that spread is growing. We did mention gross margin in a previous podcast, uh, but that, uh, that gross profit percentage is growing. So uh, we're uh, in, in a lot, and this can come through a number of different ways. This can come through our our uh, top line revenue. We're growing that because we're increasing our prices. It can be a situation to where we're seeing that our cost uh, to produce that product or service are are uh, are decreasing. Whether that uh, is through efficiency, whether that is we're able to uh, to um, purchase more at a bulk uh, from maybe a supplier, so we can get a lower um, a lower price point. Uh, so, but that we're seeing that spread continuing to increase. So that gross profit percentage is going up. Next is the operating profit percentage. So when we look at a gross profit uh, percentage, we're looking at our, our gross revenues less our essentially our cost of goods sold or the, the cost that are related to producing that, uh, that product or service. Uh, then when we bring in our operating pro uh, profit percentage, this is also going to bring in the, uh, the admin or their operating expenses as well. So that is generally what a company will look at as it relates to the, um, uh, to the, to the net profitability of a company. And uh, I think ideally, uh, the more if you're more a little bit more of a sophisticated business owner, you're gonna you're gonna really kind of focus on a bit. So your earnings uh, before your interest, uh, tax, depreciation, and amortization, that's going to be an extremely important number. And then you're going to look at your your bottom line net profit, and you're going to monitor both of those. And, uh, and uh, that may be outside the scope of this podcast, but uh, but essentially is that net profit, is your business, uh, is the profitability growing over time? So after I paid all of my expenses, uh, do I have some profit left over? And is that profit percentage growing? Uh, next is uh, going to be looking at owner's pay. 
and I uh, have two previous podcasts that it relates to what should I, should I, what should I be paying myself as an owner. Uh, but uh, uh, in a profit phase, you need to be paying yourself a reasonable salary, and you also need to be paying yourself a salary uh, that's covering your living expenses and also uh, doing the, the tax planning aspect of it as well. And so a business that is profitable, uh, you do not have a profitable, profitable business if you cannot pay yourself as an owner. And uh, you cannot pay yourself a, a, a salary or a wage uh, um, as an owner that's a living wage and is one that is uh, that essentially is equitable for the seats that you are sitting in in the business. Uh, so we, I have heard from time to time, well, my business is profitable, but I'm not able to pay myself. Uh, if that's the case, then your business is not profitable. Okay, uh, at that point, you truly are in a prior stage. You are still in the startup phase um, or you're still in that uh, growth phase. You are not in the profit stage. Okay, and I would argue you're probably still in the, prof in, the, uh, in the startup phase if you're not able to pay yourself anything. Okay, so are you able to pay yourself a reasonable salary, one that is able to, uh, to pay you for the seats that you sit in, uh, to where you're not pulling additional uh, money out of the business to pay your living expenses, and also, it also able to address uh, the, uh, the tax needs of the owners as well, or the tax exposure of the owners as well. Uh, next uh, is uh, monitoring your financing cost. And your financing costs are, are going beyond just the interest that's on a loan or on credit cards, but also those credit and collection costs as well. So what is it costing you to, uh, to collect monies from, uh, from your clients uh, or from your customers? Those need to be monitored. Uh, early on, you're going to monitor those a little bit more frequently. As your business grows, it's going to give you some leverage. So uh, it, the, the stronger that your business uh, um, uh, is from a profitability standpoint, from a balance sheet standpoint especially, uh, as your assets become greater than your, your liabilities and your equity position in your company grows and strengthens, uh, you're going to have more of a, of a position to be able to, um, to use as leverage uh, to be able to decrease the amount of interest that you're paying and also to be able to go to, uh, to those uh, merchants that you uh, use, for example, and use that as leverage to be able to decrease uh, your cost as it relates to um, the, um, what it's costing you, the business, to be able to collect your revenue uh, from, a, from a client. And so, uh, you're, um, so you want, you're going to want to monitor that. Uh, for some businesses, depending on the type of business that you have, you may be doing this on a quarterly basis. For others, uh, it may be on an annual basis, but you do want to, be, to make sure that you're monitoring these, uh, these costs. Uh, next uh, is a good understanding, number seven, a good understanding of your average revenue and profit per customer. So you're going to go through and you're going to want to identify what customers are most profitable to us. Sometimes this takes a, a little bit of work. And I don't mean, uh, you know, X customer, Y customer, Z customer, but the type of customer that you're servicing. Uh, for, uh, for some businesses, it does make sense uh, to look at it on a customer-by-customer -customer basis, but I think for most businesses, you're going to want to kind of, uh, kind of break those, um, uh, those uh, customer types down to see what customer type is bringing you the, uh, the, the, most, uh, the most revenue, is most profitable to your business. So your average revenue and profit uh, per customer or per, per customer type, and then lastly, the average revenue and profit per product or service offering. And uh, so as uh, in my accounting firm, we're, we're in a position to where um, we're actually going to be scaling uh, dramatically here over the, over the coming months and ha have had an opportunity come our way that, uh, that's really gonna, um, uh, that's going to um, truly allow for our business to grow in a, and I think in a, in a healthy way. And uh, as we're going through this particular process, we are looking and we're analyzing what type of uh, uh, service is going to uh, provide us the greatest amount of revenue. As I look back, I can look into uh, my business as it is currently and determine this is the type of revenue, uh, I'm sorry, this is the type of service offering that's going to uh, bring us the greatest amount of revenue. 
And so it may be advisory on average on this type of a, of a customer, but in advisory, I'm going to, uh, I should expect this much profitability, whether it's per hour or per customer or per engagement. Uh, and then uh, maybe a tax, depending on uh, what level uh, of revenue, I should expect this, uh, this percentage. I am going to use this as a decision-making tool. So as I go through and as my business, and I think as most businesses grow, they realize that there are certain types of customers, there are certain types of products or services that essentially they're, not, they're going to either stop offering or they're going to essentially sell off to, to somebody else and allow for somebody else to take that on. That way you can really get focused on the, uh, on the true niche of your business to where uh, in those areas which you're go are going to be most profitable. And then as you go through and you begin to expand your business, uh, you can really uh, know where do I need to focus my energy, where do I need to focus my, uh, those, those profits that I've accrued uh, to be able to develop uh, within that particular, uh, um, within that customer type or within that service offering uh, to, to strengthen it, uh, to be able to grow our people within that particular, uh, in that particular area of my business, and then also maybe uh, bring alongside some complimentary products or services that also services that ideal customer that we have that's going to be most profitable to us so we can bring the most value to that customer and then in turn also increase the profitability of our business. Hopefully this particular podcast brought you some value. I would encourage you, if you haven't already, please uh, leave us a review and then uh, also subscribe to the Belk on Business podcast. Thank you once again. This is Josh Belk. Have a wonderful day.